Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Happy Monday to y'all. Going to give you a quote today by FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who, if you know a little bit about history, walked into his presidency uh, during a thing called the Great Depression. And uh, he, during his inaugural speech, he gave this quote, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror, which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. Many of us have heard the first part of that quote, which is the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. But in this uh, daily stoic, uh, daily devotional thing that I kind of do, he, te- he says it's important to kind of know the rest of the quote, right? And so nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror, which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. So, you know, we've heard it before. Hey, man, you know, don't be scared. Don't be fearful. You know, I've used the acronym before. You know, fear is false events appearing real. You know, the monster is not underneath your bed, so on and so forth, right? And and we, we've thrown that out there and we're like, hey, guys, you know, don't be scared. Just just go do, right? Um, but a lot of times that doesn't, that doesn't really hold water with us, right? It doesn't really pull its own weight because we can't, tie the loose ends together as to Mario, what, you know, Mario or anybody else that's giving me this advice, like, why shouldn't I fear? Like, what's, what's the deal? I know you're telling me that I shouldn't, and I know that I shouldn't, but I don't really understand why. And here's where the second part of the quote comes in. It says, which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. That's what fear does. Fear makes us run from that thing that we are fearful of. It makes us hide from it. It makes us panic. It makes us try to avoid situations and circumstances when we will be confronted with or made to feel that emotion of fear. So therefore, our efforts are being put into plans and ways that we cannot deal with and experience this thing called fear. So we're we're putting a pretty solid principle to practice, planning, um, being you know constructive with our our time to put something in place and have forethought and, but we're putting it into the wrong basket. We're doing it to retreat. We're doing it to hide. We're doing it to actually backpedal and get further away from where we need to go. And what we need to do is we need to turn around, face that particular fear so that we can begin to advance. Now, this puts us in, no pun intended, a scary place because we wouldn't be running from it if we weren't fearful of it, if we weren't scared of it, hence the reason why we're running. So what does it take for us to eventually just turn around and be able to face that thing? Well, it takes an objective look at the fear and what that fear truly is. 
So if we go back to the days of FDR, we go back to the Great Depression. All right, what happened there? Well, there was some kind of a fault, a crack. How big of a crack was it in the financial financial institution, right? There was some kind of, something was wrong there. There was something that was not functioning the way that it needed to be, or there was something that was not in place that needed to be in place. I'm not a history buff, so I can't really dive too deep into that. But I do know this. I know that it was a crack and probably a small crack that was made bigger by the fact that once folks started realizing and recognizing, oh, this thing over here is not in place or it's not working effectively in our financial system, then what did people start to do? They started running to banks and they started withdrawing their money because it was no longer the financial institution banks was no, they were no longer a safe, quote unquote, a safe place to have their money, their funds to invest. And so I'm recognizing there's a crack there. I'm going to the bank and I'm pulling out my money. And then what I'm going to do is I may sit down at dinner or at lunch or somewhere, or I may have a conversation with somebody else and say, hey, by the way, you know, uh, I pulled my money out of the bank today. Uh, There's this thing. It's not going well. Just letting you know, you might, you might want to do the same thing. And then that person becomes fearful why am I fearful? I'm fearful because I think I'm going to lose all my money. So I need to run to the bank and I need to take out my money as soon as possible because, you know, Joe over here told me at lunch that this problem exists and I I, I trust Joe. So I'm out of here and I'm taking my money out and then I'm going to go and I'm going to tell somebody else. And before you knew it, You've got these long lines of people that are withdrawing their money from the banks. So instead of advancing, we're actually retreating. Everybody's grabbing their money, turning their back on the banks and running as fast as they can from the banks. We're scared of the banks. We're scared of the financial institution. We're creating this thing now called panic. Roosevelt calls it terror. And all of a sudden, like we've got the Great Depression. We have a problem. Nobody's trying to fix the problem though. Everybody's grabbing their money. Everybody's out of there, right? But nobody's actually turning around and facing the financial institution, facing the problem that the financial institution has, or at least trying to figure it out. And nobody's standing there to this tidal wave of like destruction and saying, let's figure this out. Hold on a second. Let me remove this emotion of fear. Let me remove this veil that's been placed over me by everybody running around and creating this panic. And let me actually look and see what's happening and break it down and see if I can't figure out and get a little bit deeper into what's actually going on. And if, and, and somebody did eventually do that. I mean, we eventually got back on our feet, but if somebody would have done that sooner then this panic would not have ensued but the problem is that you know as i've said here each individual person is responsible for their own thoughts and hence their own actions and so it was really hard to uh to talk some sense into a lot of these folks that were doing these things and removing their money from the banks but you see what it took was somebody standing up to that and fdr delivering this statement was One of the first ones to do that, like, hey guys, you know, 
It's a nameless, unreasoning, unjustified. Like, why are we being so scared? It's money. Money comes. And those of us know money goes almost as quickly as it gets in our hands. So hence, what's really happening here? Can we really sit down and can we really try to figure this out? Really powerful principle because the fear was unjustified and it wasn't as big of a deal as the the hoopla surrounding it made it actually worse than it was. And one of the last things that I'll leave you with that this you know daily devotional for today talks about is the fact that that's what we get when we give in to fear. When we give in to fear, we actually exacerbate the thing that caused the fear in the first place. We actually make the idea or the thing that we're scared of bigger than it is. We, we feed it and it grows. So as we're running from it, the further we're trying to get away from it, the bigger it's becoming. If we were to turn around and face it and look at it, all of a sudden we'd, we'd see that it's actually smaller than we think it is. It's kind of like a shadow. Once you move and you can change that, that light source and you can move and, and, and shift your position, you can actually make a shadow smaller, can't you? By that perspective that you apply to wherever that light source is and your relationship to that light source will shrink a shadow, make it smaller, or you can make it bigger by the perspective that you apply or the position that you put yourself in relation to that light source. This is how fear operates. So can we today look at one of the fears that we have and can we actually position ourselves differently in a different position than we've currently been and shrink that shadow, shrink that fear? I hope that we can. I hope that we're thinking about these things, wrestling with this. We've all got fears. We've all got things we've got to get over. This is part of the process of mastery. It's part of the process of being the best version of ourselves. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. If you guys are liking what you hear, awesome. I would love for you guys to share, please. Uh, you know, applaud, share, like, comment, whatever you would, whatever you can do to uh, to help me out, to help us out as a community, to get this out to more people. That would be awesome. Jump on the website, utmostperformance.info. Find out how you and I can create, uh, get into a one-on-one partnership and have, you know, weekly chats or bi-weekly chats so that we can talk about some of this stuff and wrestle with some of this stuff. Like, what is it in your life that you fear, you know, and put it into context and then kind of start tackling that and let's shrink that shadow together. Um, or jump on the Facebook page if you want to get some more free content. Uh, Utmost Performance is the Facebook page where you can find some good stuff on there. As always, I appreciate y'all's support and I hope you guys have a fantastic Monday and rest of your week. Until next time.